Welcome to the Pub People Podcast with your host Gary, Chuck, Just Brian, and Robert Brian. On episode 36, we talk about the only nine, 2020 edition. If you could keep just nine games, what would they be? So grab a brew, join us at the pub, and let's talk board games. Well, hey, gentlemen, it's, it's nice to see you again. Uh, nice to have you guys have all of us together here for another, another podcast. I think we have a good discussion ahead of us, but uh, as always, we want to talk a little bit about kind of what we've been doing and and uh, and what brews we've got here tonight. I think on instead of talking about uh, kind of talking about the games we've been playing, you guys want to talk about anything else we've been doing? I mean, uh, I guess first I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, what what kind of brews did you guys bring tonight? Well, I have the uh, Carbock. You'll shoot your eye out. <laughs> as in like yule y-u-l-e because why not puns uh so i love the description here it says fragile just like the old man's major award our seasonal red l will light up the neighborhood loaded with smooth caramel malt and citrus twist we triple dog dare you to find a better holiday l oh fudge uh it's only here for a limited time i love it it's uh, I don't really get any like Christmas notes from it, but it is very tasty. I like it. And you'll shoot your eye out. I love, love the name there. <laughs> it's, it sounds like a beer that I need to have just yeah. for the joke of it. But oh, it's got the it's got the the leg lamp from uh, yes, the Christmas story on the can. That's funny. Well, that's why that's I got funny. it. I was looking for a beer and I saw the lamp and I was like, oh, well, well, yes. yeah, you got to try that. <laughs> that's good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, I've, I've just got our, I know I, I won't talk about it much because we talk about it a lot, but I hadn't had a 1554 in a while. I saw it at the store. I said, hey, we're going to podcast. Um, I'd never go wrong with that one. I, I haven't found a whole lot um, in the store that I've really been wanting lately. And so I, I just kind of went, gone back to some old staples. Uh, how about yourself, just Brian? Yeah, same here. Like I was really looking forward to some kind of seasonal, I mean, not necessarily like a, a, a seasonal brew but something good for the season something darker and, and richer yeah and uh exactly. on my side of town over here on the north side it's i it's mostly just ipas or just you know domestic like uh you know mass market brews and i'm, I'm just kind of getting tired of ipas uh, i did happen to grab a blonde uh it's from deep ellum which i'm a big i like the deep ellum brews but it's it's yeah. their dallas blonde i've had it before it's it's okay it's it, to me it's more of a uh, a lighter beer for a different season but uh it's either that or ipas over here uh, i had to go to the your side of town to get you know something darker and richer and, and heavy what I, what I would really like you know but but still this was a great alternative uh, and i like pretty much anything deep ellen puts out so good, good brewery there yeah, for me um i'm just celebrating the chillier weather outside with a hot tea it's a uh, twinings earl gray uh, and i and I, yes. and I put some uh, some squeeze some mm. lemon into it, and it is tasty and delicious and good. Y'all got me into Earl Grey's last year, and I, I, now I'm kind of regretting my choices. I think <laughs> I think you got the yeah, right one. Yeah, I, uh, I actually thought about a tea tonight, and then I was like, man, a hot tea sounds really good. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, what uh, as far as like what have we been doing? I mean, have you guys been doing any any non gaming stuff? I mean. Uh, I know it's kind of it's still kind of tough, right? We still got still got COVID and whatnot to deal with, uh, but I mean, you, you guys been doing anything? Or if, if you've been gaming, I mean, what what have you been up to? Ooh, Mandalorian. Talk about awesome. that. Oh, ah, no spoilers. Oh, Can we have like a non-spoiler? Yeah, conversation? let's have a non-spoiler <laughs> conversation. Good, good. It's good. I think it's good. Who, who else caught good. up? 
I haven't even Good started the second uh, season because I'm I'm trying to coordinate it with my family where we can what? all watch it together. That's Im- so hey, that's important. That's know. important. No, I z- 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 zip it. <laughs> he doesn't even know <laughs> whatever you're about no, to say. No. Well, I think yeah, it, yeah. I know there's some some pretty big reveals. Though, right? so, um, I'll probably if if I can't yes. get everyone together to watch it, because uh, I'm trying to get my older kids uh, we watch it together. Um, I'll probably binge watch it in the weekend. So you know, I'll probably know by next episode. A lot of fan service, a lot of fan service this year, but it's done it's done well. Like it's it's not. It's not the kind of fan service I, I mind. Like I, there's some where I I don't like it, and there's some I and this is fine. This is fun. So so I will say that it's popular enough that the newest season of Fortnite has the Mandalorian and Baby Yoda as rewards. Mm. So yeah, um, yes, I will be doing <laughs> yeah. that. And um, I, I don't want to bring up two things, but I, I I'm going to. <laughs> I saw a I saw a YouTube video last night um, when I was supposed to be going to sleep, um, and. Uh, Pat Rothfuss is talking. I heard about, about that pretty pretty openly. I saw, I saw. Now he's still not. There's still no it. pub date. There's still no. Um, you know, like like he's still not saying anything. He's still holding everything close to the chest. But um, you know how usually he's really apprehensive to talk yeah. about it, and it just kind of seems like he's a little bit more open to a conversation, which is I don't know. It doesn't mean anything, but that's kind of cool. Yeah, speaking of large uh, fantasy books. I guess the thing that I can mention is I've been reading book four of the Stormlight Archive, which is called Rhythm of War by Brandon Sanderson. Um, and it's fantastic. It's great. It's like, so the I really enjoy those big, chunky books that like weigh a bunch, you know, because it's, it's kind of yeah. like uh, sliding into like a hot tub after a long, hard day of work out in the cold. You know, it's like, I know these characters. I've been in this place. I get to find out more cool little tidbits and and see the story progress. So it's just a it's just kind of a relaxing thing for me to sit down and read it. I'm really enjoying it. That's awesome, man. Um, yeah, uh, you know, I I need to get. Uh, I'd kind of picked up the first book and and started it and and kind of backed off at the time. I think I I realized I didn't have the time to to really just sit there and read that book like I really wanted to for a few days. And so I need to pick it back up and and get into it, especially because you talk so highly. That's one of those things that I don't, I don't want to read it quickly either. So I, I'm perfectly yeah. content with it, uh, taking taking time and just getting to enjoy it, enjoy the process. But yeah, it definitely is a, um, a commitment. <laughs> it's they're long. They're, they're yeah, there's, there's some big books. So uh, speaking of coming home and like relieving stress, so something I've been working on for several months now um, is creating my own um, like homemade spices. Um, so I, I've been, I, I come home and I dehydrate a bunch of, you know, vegetables and things. And then I grind the absolute crap out of them. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Because it feels, it feels good. I'm just about done. Um, one of the only things I think I le- have left to do is, uh, I need to take some bell peppers and make some smoked paprika. I'm going to take them over to my dad's house and get them mesquite smoked and then make my own uh, mesquite. Oh, that sounds tasty. Uh, and it's, uh, I got all like the basics and um, I need quite a few of the, the herbs still. Uh, like I need to restock my oregano. Uh, I had used it to make some of my other spices and things, but it's, it's been kind of a nice little process. Been kind of fun. Uh, to know that like I have my own personal taco <laughs> seasoning that I can use and it smells 
absolutely delicious. And I know they don't put a lot of, um, you know, preservatives and things like that. It's fresh. Um, and it's, I'm, I'm excited to That's start pretty cool. with everything. You and your dad, you and your dad need to make some kind of, um, burger seasoning that like y'all need to perfect it over this next year. And then the next time we have one of those Abicon getaways, yeah. that'd oh, be yeah. the start yeah, of the show sure. right sure. there. That's, that's they why really, this they is... really loved our, the burgers you and I made last time, but I mean, we just had some seasoning they brought, <laughs> but I know after having like, I don't know you guys, I don't know if you guys know Gary in, in proper Brian, but, um, the Huck burgers are some of the best burgers I've ever had. Like, I did ever, not know that. Period. Yeah. They're so, so good. Well, I mean, I'm intrigued so, by, so. I think it's cool that you're making your own spices. Uh, you know, yeah, it's, it's fun. What a cool little, like what a cool hobby to have. And it's, it's useful, right? You're cooking with what you create. So um, not only are you, you get two, two uses out of it, right? You de-stress by kind of making something right. And then next week you're cooking with it. Right? <laughs> you ever talk to the spices as you grind them? Like, you're like, this is for the, and you can <laughs> it. Mm. A little maybe, bit. You're thinking about okay. loud, but uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. sure. Yeah, I, I will. It is kind of like uh, going to the gym and working out mm. sometimes, where your your arm hurts a little bit after a few hours of grinding. GPS <laughs> reports can. <laughs> <laughs> so Gary, uh, so Gary, what's uh, what about you, man? What's going on, man? The the most interesting thing I've done recently is uh, yesterday our friend Ned, friend of friend of the pub there. Uh, he's, he's been remodeling his house and he's, uh, extending his home. And so yesterday I went over to his house with my son and then, uh, um, one of our other friends, he sent his teenage son over there and, uh, he, Ned kind of hired the boys out for the day and I volunteered to help Ned just cause I've, I've been wanting to help him on this project, but, uh, we, you know, he's, it's a pyramid beam foundation. So you just kind of have to pour the, the footings for the, for the exterior there. Uh, but we moved about 85 bags of concrete through a mixer and um, they're 80 pound bags. You sore? And I, yeah, I'm very <laughs> sore. Like I, yes, when I went home yesterday, it was like ibuprofen and whiskey, um, which is probably not good, but I mean, I, I was like, I, I just can't feel anything. <laughs> and so I, um, yeah. Yeah. So, I, you know, I used to, I used to do like construction work and I used to like pick up all this stuff all the time. And I thought, you know, yeah, I still got it. No, I don't have it, man. I mean, it, it just, it killed me. But I'm glad we got it done for him. But yeah, you ever do a project like that where we're in our we're all in our 30s now, right? So uh, or mid mid 30s now, I think. And uh, man, it's it's like you don't except have for proper you, Brian. Oh, except for proper Brian. Oh, he's, yeah, he's the old man in the group. <laughs> he's already over the hill. Yeah, he's, already, he's 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 already he's already on the downhill slope there. Uh, but but no, I mean it's like you realize I don't I don't have the strength I used to have. I'm not I'm like weak, but like you know what I'm talking about. You're just you're not. You don't do it all the time. And so, man, I, when I went home yesterday, I felt, I mean, I just felt, I felt so weak, but I was also kind of proud, like, Hey, we did it. Right. You know, it's like, I know I was thinking back to like, um, I want to say just Brian a while back. Didn't you do something where you like redid part of your fence? And, you know, I remember hearing you talk after that and you're like, yeah, it took me all day, but I, you know, I got this done and it, you did it with your own hands, you know? And, and Oh man, I had a poor, yeah. I had to pull old, like giant, concrete blocks out from you know six yeah. feet underground and it was the worst thing I, I i've done you know i haven't done as much as you but i've done you know remodel bathrooms and yeah. tile and all kinds of garbage and that's it's it sucks but but yeah. man i gotta say digging a hole and pulling out 
tons of concrete from <laughs> not cool over your head and you had to break it up with a sledgehammer down in a hole like uh, yeah, i don't want to be there Mm. But I, I'll tell you this: I did see the forms, and I actually, no, I saw the I saw the finished uh, concrete poured. Ned sent me some pictures. Yeah, and uh, and you're standing very proud on the on the on the porch where yeah. I guess he's about to extend the home, and yeah. uh, and so you're in it, and uh, I think he's gonna frame it, yeah. and maybe put he, it up on he's on, the, pick. on the wall. <laughs> it was it was interesting. Um, yeah, so but all that to say, um, that's you know it's it's nice you know it was nice to be able to help a friend and. You know, at the one point, like I, I, I was very weak when I got home, but I looked to my son in the car and I was like, I can still do it. You know? <laughs> and, then, and then I let him go in the house first so I could like limp in when he was already in his room. Like he didn't have to see that, you know, dad was that couldn't make it. So, um, yeah. So that, that, anyways, that's that's what I've been up to uh, lately. Uh, other than, you know, um, trying trying to game when and how I can, like, like, like all of us there. So we know who we know who to call now when we're when we're building our our backyard pub. I, I think the, I'm just a sucker for for trying to do that. Uh, yeah, I I ended up helping them. I was just thinking about other projects. I'm like, man, I I um I think I just somehow get roped into those, but I, I didn't mind. It was it was for a friend. It's like I told I you, it. you're just an awesome dude. <laughs> I, I heard a story once. Uh, they they um about how you fell in a hole in Ned's house oh yeah oh we have to have um oh, I guess uh, yeah I walked in when he first started and he had a he had a hole in his kitchen and I thought it was covered <laughs> by plywood and it was covered by drywall and I stepped in the middle and <laughs> I fell into it like like down to like my knees and he was like he thought I was like hurt and literally a foot forward or back I would have like hit something uh but I didn't so I stepped in the right spot and then afterwards <laughs> he called it the uh he covered it up and calls it the g-hole and yeah, says, yeah. <laughs> that was his access hole. Instead of his access hole, he's like, "I got to call through the G hole to get down there to the, the plumbing." And it so, sounds uh, terrible. Yeah, it sounds horrible. Well, that's, that's the point. That's the point. <laughs> you know, like Ned, don't tell anyone outside this group. But of course, now we're, we're saying it here. But yeah, so that was that was that. So after the whole G hole incident, I felt like I had to help him. You know, I was like, oh, "Got to have a positive thing here." Uh, no, but. Yeah, no. So fun, fun times. I mean, and you know, you always want to. You know, we have good friends, right? So I feel like, uh, yeah, Ned would Ned would help any of us if we were in that in that situation there. But uh, yeah, well, you guys, uh, I guess now now we've kind of talked a little bit about uh, about what what else we're doing. Uh, you guys want to jump in the main topic? I think I think we've got a really good topic, and what excites me about it, and I know we've kind of talked about it in our, in our chat, is that we're revisiting a topic we've done before. So about this time last year, we did a topic called Only Nine. And uh, Shuck, you, you actually summarized it pretty well for us earlier. Uh, how, did it, how was it that you put it? Um, yeah, so I was, I was re-listening to our podcast last year. Um, apparently, this is something that I brought up and that we did started this whole thing. I didn't even remember that. But it's like if you could only keep nine games, the way I described yeah. it last time was the, the uh, like if there were a fire kind of thing and you could only – if you were able to keep nine of your entire collection, um, what would it be? And, and, and why would those reasons, I mean, maybe you have that in the back of your head in case that situation ever arises. Um, hopefully not, but it's a fire it, arises. It, it, we could say desert Island, nine games only, but no, no, no. I mean, it's the same idea. In case I mean, you have a fire. Yeah. Well, the, the idea <laughs> There's is only is enough like, oxygen to get out with nine games. The, the whole yeah. idea is no cats, um, no dogs, just nine games. On a more positive note, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not being 
stranded on an island or having a fire. <laughs> yeah. the, the idea is like, so maybe it's, it's a space thing. Like you, yeah. you need space or there's some other reason. And to be honest, it's kind of like just an exercise of um, maybe minimalism or something. Like if you could yeah. really only keep nine, what would they be? And it's a, it's a really hard thing to go through. It, it's kind of excruciating getting rid of some of your favorite games. I'll say. There are other games that may just favor uh, a nine collection better than a hundred collection. Um, and so that was the idea. And um, it, it's kind of fun, kind of excruciating. Um, and to speak to something you just said, this isn't necessarily, this is a completely different list from say like our top nine, right? Because, exactly. you know, like, like you pointed out there, there may be some games on this list that, that would be lower maybe in your top 100. Right. But you want to keep it for a certain reason and or a certain audience or, or yeah, whatever just, it is, uh, right? My idea was like to round out a collection. Like you don't want yeah. to keep, I mean, maybe you do, but generally I would think that most people wouldn't want to keep nine <laughs> worker placement games that are almost identical, but just well, different. I mean, that's last year that was me. That was basically very <laughs> but uh, we can so, say it. You know? I'm, I'm really interested to see what Gary's looks like this year. To oh man, I, I learned from you. You want you want to give us a start, uh, just Brian? Well, I'll say this: uh, this is my first year to do this with y'all. Oh yeah. Oh uh, yes. Maybe that's also why I'm year. excited. Yeah. yeah so and uh, and uh, this is very much not even my top nine, but I'll say this: uh, I, there's games on here that aren't even like maybe my top fifty, and Ooh. there's a game on here I don't Ooh. even own. Okay. Okay. Now, now you got me intrigued. So yeah. yeah. So so oh. I might have to go buy the game after this podcast. But at this oh. point in time, <laughs> I decided like I don't own this game, but it's got to be in my only nine. If, so. if it was, if it was, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Man, All right. hot takes. That's why this yeah. is a good exercise, right? Yeah. Because yeah. like it, it makes you really think about what you really want if you could only have a few games. And before we start, I want to say, Shuck, I I was influenced by the way you did your list because last year when we were recording mid recording, I realized I've made a lot of mistakes. So it's, like, it's, it's funny that you say that because uh, you influenced a couple of my decisions this year. So mm -hmm. we'll, Oh, I, I love that. Idea. I wasn't okay, so, uh, so quite so logical about everything. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, well, since you, you started this, you started this topic, you want to go ahead and kick us off with what's, what's your first game on your list? Okay. Uh, there's no really particular order on these things. So I kind of, I ordered mine like uh, most difficulty to least difficulty type thing. Um, okay. That's good. And uh, so this one is a game I had last year. Um, it's my 4X style game, even though it's kind of a light 4X, but it's uh, my minis, uh, you know, dudes on a map, big yeah. game uh, for painting and all these kinds of things. And it's uh, it's Scythe, which is, an amazing game. I, I love Scythe. It's I just can't imagine having a collection where I don't have at least like one. It's going to encompass the entire table. Let's uh, fight it out type of game. And so this is that game for me. Uh, that's awesome. Does, does anyone else have Scythe on their list? No, I use I Scythe don't. though. I, I that was one of that and one other game are the the games I decide I was using to decide what the biggest biggest game table i needed or the oh, biggest okay. size because there's the footprint is just so massive and yeah so um but no i, I love scythe i just i, yeah. I would have thought it was on on a list yeah so this is interesting because i know proper brian had it last year so i'm now curious what replaced it yeah, yeah. Um, i'll say it was on a short list of mine it was uh, on a short was, list of mine too 
but it was repl- it was you know it's only nine so i had to pick a different game yeah instead. and mm. and again i mean i know you guys and that's that's why i think this exercise is good because i know how much you guys like that game right and the fact that it didn't make your list and then in like a shuck pointed out it actually got removed from your list this year uh proper brian i'm interested so well, i'll go uh, next then yeah, right we go next yeah yeah let's tell so us maybe i'll tell you what, do you what, know what replaced it yeah so i can tell you what was so scythe was in con- contention for this spot but I ultimately went with uh with eclipse uh, oh for, i can get a, that for a big uh 4x you know style game and honestly that this year i think my my list has is more representative of a lot of different things rather than just a few things last year i think i had uh quite a few like bigger 4x style games on there i like ti4 was on there and um but this is my eclipse is my 4x game that i'm going to keep this year so that does not surprise me whatsoever so um eclipse also was what i chose over scythe as well yeah. whoa so, yeah. really yeah. oh for, yeah was so it, like for the same kind of reasons i mean the what, same what, thing what yeah it? like yeah. they were they were i so what, the way i did mine is i wrote down games that um that i really felt like i could only have one of these and eclipse and scythe were next to each other and i had to cross one off and 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 i just played uh gary you played it with me too we played the second edition this last year yes and um i don't play that game well but uh, i just love it like it's just my i love the experience of playing eclipse so uh well i guess i'll go ahead and and say the top one on mine i kind of organized my list very similar to kind of what shuck was talking about there were a couple games when when we said this i was like Bam, 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 like the top three. And I already kind of knew my reasons. I think subconsciously I kind of already knew them. Uh, and the first one is uh, Space Hulk because I, I picked that up this year. I've been talking about it with my son. Um, it's probably one of – it's his – it's in contention for his top game of all time. In fact, I think um, – well, there's, there's, so there's a game that if, if we have time for any honorable, honorable mentions that, that it tied with for him – so that kind of helped me because I, it's a good two-player game. It's uh, it's kind of a good dudes, kind of dudes on a map minis tactical game. I love it. It's very fun and kind of um, very thematic. And I, it's it's one that I I feel like uh, Games Workshop just captured lightning in a bottle with this game. I wish I would have known about it years ago. And so, yeah. So that's that for all those reasons I I put it on my list. And so. so, so- yeah. Space Hulk is a um, an older game, right? But it's yeah. um, just those who don't know. It's it's more of a dungeon crawl style, yeah, um, uh, of the Games Workshop games. Yeah. And what what do you, what do you think sets it apart from other dungeon crawls? Well, okay, if if I, I've I've explained it to people this way because I initially when I got it and I I had been introduced to some of the Warhammer stuff, but I'm not even now like I still I, I kind of like some of those games, but I'm not like super deep into the lore. But it basically feels like aliens you've got the marine guys with all this firepower and these crazy op fast aliens there's a mechanic where the the bad guys are these little blip tokens as they move around until either a that player decides to reveal them or uh, the marine get walks into a room and they're in the line of sight and then you replace them with the minis and those blips are like one to three um enemies so it's kind of like that in, in Aliens, you know, when they've got the little motion sensor and they know they know there's someone out there, but they don't know how much, right? And so there's it's very thematic and, and, and just very tense and it's fun. I I, I know the I wish I could like put put my finger on it, but it just hits at the right level, the right weight, the right kind of it's got a little bit of swinginess with dice, but you can minimize it and it just hits on all these all these levels that it just for me, it's not necessarily my favorite game, but it 
the fact that my son loves it. Because I, I actually had another one that was multiplayer on there. But um, just knowing that I have hours of enjoyment with him, uh, it just it made it made my list. So it's a skirmish game too, right? Uh, player versus yeah. player. Yeah, player versus player skirmish game. It takes about ten to fifteen minutes to set up because there's a ton of map tiles, and we usually play in about forty five minutes. So you're talking about hour, hour and fifteen total investment. It's yeah, it's really it. great. That's a good that's a good pick. All right, well, Chuck, you wanna you wanna go again? What's the next one on your list? Uh, the next one on my list is uh, like I said last year, the very first thing that I knew was going to be in my list. There was no contention whatsoever. And that's Lords of Waterdeep. It's always going to be on my only nine. It's never going to go away. Um, It's just an amazing worker placement. And unfortunately beats out a lot of other worker placements that I think are better games per se. But I just, this one has such a family weight medium. I can get it Mm -hmm. to anybody. You can add the expansion and make it a little bit more difficult if you want, have a little bit more variety in there. Um, It I've tricked it out. And so I, I can't, you know, ignore the fact that almost every piece in the game has been replaced other than the cards um, for mine personally. Yeah. Did you but, get the uh, board, the neoprene board too? I do not have a neoprene board. You Why'd you have the, to do that to me? Like, you should get the neoprene board dude, and I'll go. Man, oh, I like it. that you've tricked it out so much. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was want to play. Like, I only want to play. I like that game. I, mean, I love the game. I have it, but I, when we play, I want to play Sean's copy. Yeah. Yeah, and and uh, so a spoiler again. This kicked out a lot of uh, worker placements. So one of the decisions that was kind of difficult for me this year, like I said, I kind of started with heavier to lighter games. If you've noticed that Scythe was my heaviest game, yeah, you might um, have figured out already that Colonist did not make my list uh-huh. this year. Oh, really? Um, and and so. Uh-huh. One of the reasons uh, I was kind of saying earlier (laughs) that, yeah, just keep it going. Um, So Gary, you influenced me a little bit when I was thinking about, you said something last year about replayability. And I wanted to put games on my list that I would expect them to get more uh, play time. And Colonist, even though I love it, and I did say last year it was kind of a selfish pick that um, it just wouldn't see the amount of play that I wanted. So I replaced it with another game. And like I said, it was very similar worker placement type thing anyway. And so I already had one of those. And I mean, Lords of Waterdeep is great. I mean, worker yeah, placement. I love game. it. Very pure it's worker fantastic. placement. We have, uh, it has roots in the pub. This is like the first, the first uh, board game Gary ever played in his life. Very true. Yeah. Not true. No, that's not true. But, no. <laughs> but it was, well, it's, no, how, the first, it's how the first... I met Gary. I met Gary through Lords of Waterdeep. So I know what you meant. It's got traction. It's got it's 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 got a history with us. And I actually get your. I actually think your logic. I mean, not that not that our opinion should should matter on your list at all. But I mean, I think your logic is good there. As much as I mean, you know me, I like playing the colonists with you. But um, if you look at if you were to chart how many times I'm going to play the colonists in the year versus Lords of Waterdeep, it would probably blow the colonists out of the water. And in that, you can play that Lords of Waterdeep with so many groups, so many people. You can play with us. You can play with new gamers. So yeah, I mean, well, it's, and, it's and a time solid investment. Pick. Time investment's another reason for my yeah. list too. You like, can you can play Lord Deep ten times. You can play it ten times the time it takes to set up Colonist. Not quite that bad. Below the but, belt. Uh, yes. Below the belt. Sir. I get what oh, you're saying. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Well, what's your pick then, Just Brian? Uh, my next pick, number two, would be uh, okay. This is gonna be a little, uh, little cliche, uh, but I've never, I've never had a game shelf without chess 
on my game show oh, like ever in my life. I've chess has always been there, and I can't imagine not having chess there. This pick um, is so you, yeah. So you know, so what? honestly, like it's really to me, it's an only eight list because I like I there was no there's no option there for me. It, chess so, is on my. I was wondering, as the abstract guy, which abstract? I mean, it's. I mean, it's <laughs> maybe it's this is spoilers, though. but I, did this beat out like tack? Yeah, yeah, it beat out every really? every abstract there is. Uh, I don't have another abstract game on my list. That's amazing. Um, and that's well, I mean, but it is what it is. Like, who are you? No, but <laughs> if you're you're not asking me what I'd rather play, you're asking me what what's the only abstract game I yeah. can have on my shelf. And there, and chess is so rich, not just in history, not just with who you can play it with. You can play it with anybody. Like I like playing Shangxi more than chess, the Chinese version of chess. But I'm not gonna find a Shangxi player here in Abilene, or you know, like they're just so yeah. rare. I have to go online. You gotta be play, realistic. You know, people yeah. from overseas. So if I'm gonna play a game that's ubiquitous, if I'm gonna play a game that that I can sit down and have a cup of coffee with a stranger with, it's gotta be. I mean, that that really has that level of of um, strategy. I mean, it's chess. I mean, it's just it's actually easy. That was the easiest pick I had. Hmm. That, that's really cool. I'm kind of surprised a little, yeah. but it makes sense. Chess, yeah, chess was on my short yeah. list, actually. So, okay. Well, what, what's the next one on your list? I'll go with my abstract then, and, that, and that's right. tack. Tack is my there. It is. is my pick. Hey Brian, now you get so, to play with Brian. I know, yeah. right? So, so if we made this a reality, <laughs> same you desert would still to play tack. Yeah. <laughs> or, so, yeah. So tack, it was kind of a. I mean, number one, I, I got a really great board for it from from just Brian. And oh, yeah. uh, I can't say that that's exactly why it's on my list, but man, it sure makes it pretty. So <laughs> he took the time to make this awesome uh, board, uh, wooden board. It's beautiful. So, and uh, I'm working on making some pieces for it. I've been working on the designs for those and I'm excited to make it. Tack well, is a great game. I'll come over you, and break in all your tack boards. I have, I'm absolutely terrible at the game. I've never played it. <laughs> Uh, I've I've almost played it, but I, I think if if 2020 hadn't been what it was, and we were getting together as re as frequently as we as we used to, and you know we used to have two player game nights or three player game nights, whatnot, uh, pretty often. I I would like to think I would have played it, uh, you know, had at at some point this year. So that that 2021 goals, right? Uh, let's let's play tag. So uh, my my uh, the second one on my list, and it, it was another shoe in, and and I, I almost feel guilty because. I've talked about this one quite a bit, so I'll keep it brief. And it was even mentioned, I believe, on our last um, podcast. But um, this one also has um, just is an, just coincidentally is another one that I play a lot with my son. But a Blood Bowl team manager, I like it. Friends like it. It's fun. I know Good I talk pick. about it a lot, Good so I pick. won't talk about the game I, a whole lot I more. Can't, but. I can't imagine an only nine for you, Gary, without this game. I, I yeah, well, I like it. And so I was like, look, it's a little selfish, but it's one that I can play with two to four players. It's not too heavy. It's fun. It's goofy. You know, it, it fit in. You know, I like it. So yeah, it, yeah. And I, I, I agree with you. I, I couldn't see it not being on my list. Kind of like a couple of the ones we've already talked about for you guys. Well, Shuck. I mean, how, how about let's go back to you. What's, uh, what's another one? So once again this year, and I thought this over a lot. I talked about it last year. This was one of the hardest decisions I had to make. Um, uh, so last year I said Carcassonne didn't make my list. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I really want it to be on my list. I tried to make it fit on my list and I just yeah. could not because there's a game that has a few more mechanisms that I really enjoy. It's kind of, uh, it's a game that not a whole lot of people like, but I still really love. 
and that's whistle stop. It yeah. gives me the same feeling as Carcassonne. Um, and man, it, the pickup and deliver aspect to it, it's got a lot of little set collection. It just has the things that I need for this collection. I have never thought about Carcassonne as, as, um, and whistle stop. I mean, whistle stop being similar to Carcassonne like that. So mind blown here, but. I want to I want to go ahead and throw in my next one and it's Carcassonne. So Oh, okay. Well, so Carcassonne. So we're already uh, talking about yeah. it. So there it is. Hey, I I'm surprised yeah, I was I'll be surprised if it wasn't on at least one list here. Is it on is it on yours? Uh just Brian? No, but I want I want to ask um cuz because not everybody knows what whistle stop is. I think most are and I know we're trying to go quick. So that's one reason why we're not doing a lot of game descriptions, but I want to ask Shuck, especially for those who don't know what whistle stop is. Where where is that how is that kind of your Carcassonne um, so, replacement? So Carcassonne, you get to put tiles down. Um, and, and so whip, Whistle Stop is very similar in that you're not really creating uh, like a city, the, the city of Carcassonne, like you are kind of uh, in that game. But you are creating railroad tracks, and you get to decide where the railroad tracks move. And it, it it's a little bit more confined, um, like rule restriction type placements. But... Um, it, it gives me that same exact tile laying feel um, with just a little bit more to round out the collection. Um, and, and, and so that's why I kind of like it. Carcassonne is, is there's really not a lot going on other than the, like the pattern building. That's and fun. it is a good game. So and I fun. hate, I hate so not having if it. Carcassonne, if Carcassonne had pick up and deliver, would you, like if we can get the Carcassonne pick up <laughs> deliver expansion? So it does have a set collection expansion, and I thought about that, but yeah. it's really there's it's really not a big aspect to the game. Proper Brian, yeah, why, just, why what is Carcassonne to you, Proper mm. Brian? I mean, that's only nine. That's a big deal. Um, every game of it is. I know you're doing the same things, but it, since you're building this map, every every game yeah. is different. Uh, um, yeah. It it plays so well at two players so or three so players fun. or four players. Like it doesn't matter the player count. You can play it nice or you can play it mean. Like it's you can just add an expansion yeah. to make it mean, yeah. right? Okay. Like, like you, there's just so much that it can. You do. could tailor the game if you have the big box or something, right? I mean, and it's it, just and it plays quick. Mm. It's easy to teach. I, I don't. And now just, you're making me regret I don't have Carcassonne. <laughs> I, me, man, me I don't want to talk about it. Did y'all know? I, did, I don't hurts. know if y'all remember, but it's on one of our past podcasts. Um, but we made some kind of pact we play every year. Did y'all play in 2020? I've played it. Okay. You, you, I know I played with my mom recently, but I don't. I think so. I think I did. Yeah. I taught two of my kids to play it this year, just to right. just to pull the pact. I will. I will need to uh, play it in the next next. Couple Gary, of weeks. I mean, I know this. Yeah. I mean, I, it's, this is dropping at the end of the month, but maybe by the time it airs, you've played it. Let's just say yeah. you played it Let's by just, the time it airs. Okay, we'll fix Let's this. Let's go with it. I, I will. I, <laughs> I'll done. play it. I'll play the app version if nothing else. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, yeah. We'll no, get I, online. I, I, I enjoy Carcassonne quite a bit, um, and I will just say real quick, uh, I would like to try Whistle Stop again because every time you you talk about it, I'm like, check, check, check. Like I, you, everything you talk about in the game, I enjoy it. The first time I, I had to play was just a well, not ideal I, situation. You know, I will say, I think it, it doesn't gear well to a lot of people. I, I think we had too many people playing it. Uh, I think games just in general tend to favor three or four players. Yeah. And, and we kind of had it at max count. I think it's like five. Is this your ace for our next yeah. getaway? You may make me have to do that. <laughs> well, so that's just, just, just write it down. Just put it in. Well, 
We're doing it. Got it. Proper round. What's uh what was your what was your next one? What was your third one on your list? It was Carcassonne. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, uh just Brian. What was what was the third <laughs> one on your list? Uh, we'll go. Brian. Yeah, Wrong the other Brian. Brian. Um, Wrong prefix. We'll go, <laughs> I'll, I'll go with the lighter game as well. Um, we're gonna go Colt Express. Ooh, good. good uh, this one, this one beat out a lot of my uh, family style games, and honestly, the games that my kids prefer to play like downforce or king of tokyo um cult express was the one that won over and the reason is i just feel like it's it's got more um replayability as the kids get older and uh and as the i mean even as adults it's just a fun lighter family game so this is one i got per your suggestion and i have still yet to play it it's been sitting on my shelf for like two years i thought you traded that off I thought I did we not. had a conversation where it. you got it. You did. You tra- okay. I thought about it. I still have it, and I have not played it. I need to play this game. I mean, it's it's so it's even got so for those of you who don't know, it's a programming game. It's quick. It's silly, but it's not such that it's um, it, it's just fun. And um, what am I trying to say? It's it's language independent. So I mean, we can even get like my son can play it right, and and your son's older than mine, so we could even get our kids in into this and do it. You know. We're family. We can hook up. So, yeah. well, plays up to six players. I mean, come on. Yeah, uh, it is quick. You, they even have a. Well, I'm just throwing it out for anyone who's yet to try this game. Um, Board Game Arena has a pretty good implementation. Right. Of it. Um, you know, te- it's honestly my, one of the better ones. I might have told this story before, but we were playing this at my bank back when I was a teller. <laughs> yes, and I remember this. One of my one of my coworkers was asking how to rob something, steal something, because you're you're trained robbers. <laughs> and our CEOs behind us while we're playing this game, I'm like, don't talk about stealing money, you know, while we're at the bank. <laughs> anyway, bad <laughs> time. Yeah. Well, I my my third one, and I won't won't spend long on it, but um, is Zuzboa. Uh, I wanted to have one like really kind of heavier game, at least one pretty heavy game on there. Um, and th- this one certainly fills that role. I mean, I'm, I'm a little bit of a, a Vitalis sort of fanboy, but I also wanted like one really kind of crunchier, heavier Euro. I, honestly, I haven't got to play this one this year because of because of the situation. You know, we can't really get, to, you know, uh, it's harder to get groups together. I really can't. You know, so I, I, uh, I this one I really want to kind of deep uh, delve into a little bit more. So, yeah. Is it because uh, of the exploration, the need to explore more of it? Because uh, I know the gallery usually hits higher collectively for us. Yeah, you know, and I actually games. agonized about it. I had it was this in the gallerist, and I was like, man, I know the gallerist. I've taught it to other people, and and it was kind of like what Chuck and I were talking about throughout the beginning. I um I just said, look, you know, I be a little bit more selfish on you know I'm not gonna logically. I think the gallerist would have been a better fit, but I was like, I just really like Lisbo a lot, and I want to mm-hmm. I want to explore it some more. I really liked it. My my um a couple of times I got to play it. And so I was like, you know, I'm just, I'm going to go ahead and put it on there. I, I yeah. think it's a great game and cool. Um, yeah. I mean, but yeah, I was, I was a little torn on that one. That one was, um, was a little difficult choice to make. I, I did really enjoy that one. And again, it was another terrible game that I, that I play. I don't play <laughs> yeah. very well. I, I'm not good at the game. I'm, I'm horrible. <laughs> it was fun though. I liked it. Well, Chuck, what's, what's your next one? Um, okay. So going off the, the back of just Brian here a little bit, you, you were talking about programming. Um, so a game that I kind of list as um, one of my programming games, uh, I don't really care much for programming in general, typically. Uh, it's also my abstract game. And it's a game I also knew that would be on this list, hands down, it's probably never gonna leave. And that's Nier Shima Hex. Uh, oh. There is 
a lot of depth mm. there. There are a lot of factions. Uh, you can. It, it will take several plays to learn a, a faction, and I have plenty to play for a very long time. Uh, it plays well at two, but you can play three or four if you really want to. It becomes a little more chaotic. So it, it has a little bit of flexibility there. It's just, man, I just really enjoy this game. It's it's fun. Uh, yeah. It's a very uh, post-apocalyptic abstract, almost kind of as thematic as you can get with an abstract, <laughs> to be honest. Good game. Like I, I've razzed you on this game with you. before. I've kind of given you a hard time about it, but I still haven't played anything but the digital version. Uh, it, so. the, the physical, there's just an aspect to it that is just, it, it feels good to be able to move pieces around. It. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and it's one of those, the, like, you know how some uh, apps just kind of take care of a lot of the stuff for you? Yeah. Like, I mean, it may be more efficient because it, it calculates all the points and everything but it's done so quickly like you don't that's kind of half the game is like setting yeah. up and then actually like going through the programming of uh this happens and this happens and this happens and get to see it play out it's like a little story every turn mm. yeah happens it sounds nice i, I want to take my time Enjoyable. when i shoot my my cannon into the three-way splitter and then shoot three of your guys I would oh, have dragged that action out as many Your times as I can. was just ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. But it, it really, like, yeah, it, it is kind of um, getting to, you, you take all this time to set it up, and then when you do the app, it just does it, and then you don't get to, it's not yeah. as satisfying. Hey, that's encouraging because the only reason why I've, I've a, I mean, just as you said, the only reason why I've ever you brought it over to the house and I'm like, let's play this other game instead is it's mostly because of my, my bad experience with the app. So I I, yeah. I, I should uh, drop my prejudice and, and try this out. What would what the what's your what's the next one on your list? Just Brian? Uh, number four for me. We'll talk about my only dungeon crawl because that's mm -hmm. another thing I've I've been known for. I'll have to say. Yeah. Gary, you've you've surpassed me on the dungeon crawl um, authority here, but no, no, no. Um, but I, but I, but dungeon crawls are still very important to me. Imperial Assault made my list as the only dungeon crawl. Wow, one out Ooh. over my favorites. I mean, uh, but and and there's multiple reasons for it. One is Star Wars, and okay. and two is skirmish. It has a skirmish option, and, and so three is Star Wars. And three is Star well. Wars, but I mean, yeah. there's multiple ways to play the game, just like there is for Descent, but just the added skirmish and yeah. and Star Wars. I mean, come on, Star Wars. Um, I made a baby Yoda um, clay doll for it, and I paint. I'm just kidding, I didn't do that. But I was um, about to no. ask how you. Uh, <laughs> it wins everything. That it's totally, you. it's totally, you know, uh, OP. <laughs> but whatever. Um, but no, yeah, that's the Imperial Assault is my um, dungeon crawl for the. Wow. Man, I'm, you surprised me with that. I mean, when you explain it, I get it. But, man, I did not have that one called by a long shot. Wow. All right. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Robert Brian, what's what's the next one on your list? So I'll go with the dungeon crawl that I picked, and Imperial Assault was really close to making it, and I almost just changed it just now, but I decided I'd keep what I have. So um, it's, not, it's not too late. It's not too late. Yeah. Ah, uh, um, no, I'm just gonna stick with what I with what I wrote right. down. We don't right. know what you have on that piece of paper. So. Yeah, so and that's Gloomhaven, and it's a game I haven't played a whole lot. What? But but it's a game that I oh. have really enjoyed when I did play it, and it's a game that I know would have. I didn't a, know you loved it. You liked it that yeah, much. It, I'm it, actually oh. surprised it's not on just Brian's list. Well, yeah. it would be. I it's thought only that was, nine. It's only nine. I guys. thought that was gonna be. The, 
Yeah, but you can use that box to float down the river and hold the other games, you know, like <laughs> when you're true. leaving. That's true. I could hide other yeah. games in the Gloomhaven box, is what you're saying? <laughs> the reason it I picked is. it was because it fits uh, actually a couple different categories for me. Like, I love uh, campaign uh, legacy style games, right? And and um, so it fits into that too, right? And it's one that I know that as my kids get older that I can uh, – just kind of put a lot of time into it it'll 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 go the pay it'll go the the distance i guess um and, and so, you backed the frost haven campaign I did. If, I, I did. if i remember right right yeah so if i was i guess i could put frost haven on here but either one it's the same one right. i mean i i yeah. kind of can put them all together as one one giant massive huge investment game i think had i had I owned Gloomhaven, it would have it would probably would have been on my list. Um, but yeah, I I I I love that game. I'm glad you glad you own it. I'm glad you both own it. So finish I can play it with both of you. But um my my fourth game was uh Rococo and I put it on the list for very much the same reason Shuck put a Lords of Waterdeep on there. I like Rococo a lot. It's probably I have to look back at where I ranked it last time. It's it's not like one of my all-time favorite Euros. Oh, I mean it's it's in it's probably in the bottom part of that, you know, list. So there's some others I would rank as my favorites before it, but I, I it's like a good weeknight game. You know, you can play it in like two hours ish, um, including setup, you know, uh, Maria will play it with me. My, my youngest daughter now at 10 Victoria, she likes to play it. So that, that helps family will play it with me. I feel like I could, I've played it enough times. I could teach it pretty quickly. And, and basically, I mean, honestly, when Shuck was, Talking about Lords of Waterdeep, I was thinking, okay, that's that's exactly for very many, many of those same reasons is why I picked Rococo. I just feel like the theme's a little different. You're you're um you're a tailor. King's Ball. You're a yeah. tailor. That's the word I'm looking for. And so it's a little different. It's kind of like something that if you were to try to introduce it to non-gamers, they'd be like, Oh, that's kind of an interesting theme. You know, it's it's not what I'm used to. And so um, you know, it's I mean, I kind of wanted to put a like Agricola, one of my all-time favorites in here, but if I were to tell tell a non-gamer, let's play a game about where you're farming in the you know <laughs> uh, medieval times and um, it's miserable, or let's let's play a game where you're making these things for the ball, you know. So is I it a, more, is, yeah. is it also a worker placement? You know, you you have cards that are your workers, and so you you're, there's a little bit of deck building in there because you're hiring um, you're hiring new card new or purchasing new cards to be part of your your kind of your group there yeah and uh when you play them they're they're your actions they're your workers so it's not worker placement but it feels a lot like a worker placement because your cards have these worker pictures on them so it's the same idea like i'm spending this worker to go here and so it's got a little bit of a deck building element to it very very light but man it's it's great so you're consistent here because i do believe this was on your list last year I want to say it was. I went back and looked, and I'm almost positive it was. So for every reason that you just listed, um, I, I, it's very obvious that you fully believe that this is just one of those games. Yeah. No, it's – it's. Um, I, I feel like – like I said, it's, I think it's funny because when you were talking about Lords of Waterdeep, I was like, man, I mean, he hit it hit, hit the nail on the head there. Um, I need to well, play this with you still. I liked yeah, it. No, I think you liked I, it. I really enjoyed it. You, I got to play it with you and, and Craig, and it was a really fun night. So Just a really brief note. I have the original edition and as much as I love like, you know, tool and his art and Eagle Griffin's been doing a great job deluxifying these games. I did not jump on the, uh, the second edition. I just, I think for what it is, 
it's like a 50 or 60 dollar game and then you know when, when you make it like this hundred something dollar game like i just don't know that you get the return on investment gameplay wise and i'm saying that about a game i love but you know not every game needs to be a deluxe hundred dollar game so i'm well, not trying to those, dissuade anyone from that but those of us that are weak i did back the uh, deluxe version of niyoshima hex so <laughs> we're not back i guess it was a pre-order but yeah and that's a game though i can see the delight, uh, <laughs> this yeah. sounds like another podcast topic yeah no yeah we, we yeah we, we, well, we've we talked should about totally go we should totally yeah. uh talk about shuck's addictions and gary's re- restraint no we can, uh, no, we no can that's just not normal that <laughs> deluxified <laughs> all right so well shuck uh speaking of your addictions maybe i don't know uh no let's go into let's go into the next game uh for my next addiction um <laughs> so okay <laughs> So th- this is a game that we talked about last time. Um, after playing uh, Centrigom a little bit more than I had even already played it last time, I decided that Gary's idea of replayability was a little bit more important, and I couldn't, I couldn't not put this on the list anymore. It hurt so bad last year. Deus is on the list. It's Ooh, not going yeah. away. I have Good. to. It's <laughs> I. It that was a dumb decision. I have. I need to come around. Stupid. It's okay. We all make that bad was, decisions. I mean, Sentry <laughs> I mean, great, but it just does not have oh. the depth that the other does, and and it just. Um, I, how can you not put your favorite game? I mean, it's it, it does a lot of the things that I want. I don't have an actual deck building game in my list. This is as close as it gets. I think engine building is pretty close. Yeah. Um, it's I love this game. I I've talked about it so much. So so earlier you told me uh, you couldn't see a, an only nine for me without Blood Bowl Team Manager, and I can say the exact same thing for you. Like I'm, I'm I was like, when's he going to talk about Deus tonight? Okay, he he just did. So <laughs> I mean, we got that out of the way. I, I was hoping you would. I mean, because I, I, you love this game so much and it brings you so much joy. It's it's a good game. It's a great one of probably one of the best examples of the engine building kind of style of game. Uh, so yeah, I'm glad to see it on your list. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. Like, like, uh, like your cousin said. I'm glad. Glad you, you know, came to your senses there. I just wish that we could have been there for that <laughs> that time of reconciliation where you had to go face Deus and <laughs> and tell it you were sorry and that you made a mistake and you'll change. You'll do better <laughs> will, next will time. Will you take and... me back? <laughs> hey, for those of you who know know what Deus is, we do have an awesome uh, playthrough of it from way back in the day when Proper Brian was uh, new to us but old to gaming. So was that was that the first game we played with? Yeah, well, no. Yeah. Well, it was the first time we had him on as a mm-hmm. as a as an official guest. We play, we we knew him and played other things with him, but it was kind of our first. Hey, here's this guy here. Yes, and he doesn't know this guy. We were interviewing him, kind of yeah. without knowing too. He so. passed an interview. Yeah, he did great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> almost almost better than Deus. I mean, if I had to pick in my only nine, <laughs> proper Brian and Deus. I don't know. Maybe one of these others can go to keep proper yeah. Brian. <laughs> well, what's what's next on your list then oh goodness uh yeah this one's obvious since we're going with obvious since obvious is the theme for number five <laughs> lords of vegas oh uh, i thought about this yes i oh. thought about it it was on the short list <laughs> so yeah. Shuck, like, i think you you and me like, we don't own it right but like i i would still well, add this to a list well last year when we were doing this i hadn't played it and i have played it since and so like I didn't, we didn't even consideration last year, and now it's like a. Yeah. I think you've it was been, on proper Brian's you've last been year. Orbiting so, and, this and it's on my list this year too. I figured so. it was. Okay. I figured me. Yeah, and so so it is yeah. on your list too. So jumping in on on, on the back, so it's Lords, Lords of Vegas all the way. 
Yeah, so great Such game, great game. area control game, great game with um, with dice roll. Uh, it's it's the best dice roll game that's probably out there. Um, yeah, I was even fun, thinking fun. about it in terms. It's not a stocks game, but it's got kind of an element of of ownership of these play of you know these spaces that kind of grow in uh, value, you know, or or less. Or I guess less in value as the game goes on because more and more of the cards come out for that color, and so it's almost like things the more you see of that, the less valuable they come, they become in the game. And so you kind of have to uh, shuffle back and forth to these different colors as, I, as they I become more that. and less valuable. So I got to MC the game. Chuck, Chuck's oh. first play. He, so he's been orbiting this game since we started in the hobby, but never got to play it. Kind of like a, always a bridesmaid, never a bride. <laughs> what was your, what was your uh, impression of finally getting to play Lords of Vegas, Chuck? Yeah, I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. It, it really is as proper Brian always calls it a monopoly replacement. It, it, it is a better version of what monopoly should have been. And it's, you know, you get to, uh, battle people. There's a little bit of random chance there. There's this nice sense of, um, like, uh, uh, satisfaction when you get to take over, uh, uh, a casino and this scary thought of, I may not, you know, I may lose everything because somebody else is trying to take over. <laughs> it it really has, it's just fun. And it, I think when we played it, there were so many laughs. Um, oh, yeah. And you played I'll with never, a good group. You played with one I, of the best groups too. Um, we had, we had way there. We had Jeff, we had, um, uh, I think we even had new Jeff there. Um, it was, it was a really, really good group. I think, uh, Reed was present, uh, for the game. Yeah, well, and I, and I would never forget the time where, was it Gary? Was it you and I that were trying to battle over this this like uh, shady casino in the back that wasn't worth yeah, anything? I think it was <laughs> you and I. I just it just it came down to a point where it was like I'm probably not going to win, but I will not let you have that. And you were like, No, I will not let you have it. You know, and yeah, it was like uh, back and forth. Yeah, it got really petty, and then the, and yeah, but and I mean, it was, was, it, was, it, was, it was so good. It was like petty in the best way, like we're having fun no one's feelings are getting hurt like it's just like we're stabbing so, each other with knives you un, know? unlike monopoly where you feel like flipping tables yeah like, yeah it's actually fun when you're losing like go so. home grandma you know no it's like <laughs> monopoly this is so much better you know yeah I, I actually need to introduce my family to this game i i um it's hard to get now i know they have the new edition coming out maybe after well, that it's retail man i almost backed the new edition and the only reason i kind of didn't was i i still just the artwork is kind of Meh, to me, like yeah. if they would have updated the artwork and the iconography, yeah. like I would have been fully on board. Yeah. But it was kind of that. expensive for what it was, and I, I know y'all, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, the next one, next one on my list, uh, is is one that I actually haven't got to play a whole lot, but I'm I'm looking forward to the plays, and, it, and it's another one where it's kind of a victim of, of just uh, 2020, and that I, I finally um I finally got a copy of Age of Steam Deluxe. And I'm, I've played it two-player with my son, Atticus. He he really likes it. We played most of a three-player game with my wife. And then, you know, it's right now I can't get a group together for the game. But I've already went out and bought some maps. I really, really like the game. I've um, – and it doesn't really – and I, I keep reading that it doesn't shine at two-player, but Atticus and I enjoyed it quite a bit. So, um, you know, I've, and I've, I've talked about it many times. I'm into a lot of the train games because I like auctions. I like – uh, stocks i like route building like 
like uh, Shuck talked about with whistle stop. Um, so I like all a lot of these mechanisms. And um, I really struggle with this one because I had um, two other train games I really, really liked. And they were in the slot. One of them was in so, the slot from the beginning. So did so. Chicago Express not make it? No. Um, I mean, Spoilers. I guess, spoiler alert, this My one bad. kicked <laughs> out. No, no, this this one kicked out uh, Chicago Express and Irish Gage, even though I really, really wanted Irish Gage to be on my list. I was like, I don't know. I feel weird if I had two train games. And I thought, well, it's my list. I'll, I'll, I'll do what I want. I'll have two train games. And I was like, well, I can't kick anything else off. Um, and so I had Irish Gage because my family really, really loves that game. And then I thought, if I could only have one quote-unquote train game, uh, this one does a little bit more. And it's a little bit more depth. And I would like, you know, I'm just, I'm looking at it from the perspective of, what would I want to explore? Replayability over and over and over again. And this one hits it. But so man, you, it was... you did have Chicago Express last year. That's why I was kind of curious. Yeah, no. Uh, so in just, um, yeah, I think uh, I think Irish Gages maybe is, oh, no, it has kind of eclipsed Chicago Express just barely for me. And then um, that, so that, that's why I put this one. I, I, I enjoyed both those games. But yeah, I just didn't want to have a full train train game, like six, three of three of nine train games. So, you know. <laughs> Uh, that would have been like last year's list, right? It was like just I didn't put any thought into it. So all euros, well, I did, but I didn't. Yeah, it was all euros, all heavy euros, <laughs> because that's what I like. So yeah. So well, what's the next one on your list, Chuck? Um, so here's a new one to my list. Um, I really thought about it last year. I didn't put it because I was trying to do this thing where I was putting as as many mechanisms as I could. You know, I think last year I said there was like 70, 75 percent of the mechanisms that I own. I currently like got within nine games. Well, that's dropped to like closer to 50 or 60 or so. Um, and this is one of the reasons. But I just I can't see a collection where Takinoko doesn't. By exist. the way, that calculation was easy for Shuck. For those of you who wondered, was that difficult? No, it was easy. He just it's just numbers. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> yeah, so you're killing well, me. No, I have an game. Excel sheet that calculates all that based on. Anyway, I'm not going to talk about it. Um, no. So last year I said that even it's though another addiction, really not, it's another addiction. Yeah. Who told? So okay. Uh, okay, so set. Well, I was looking at. Uh, well, another thing I calculated was kind of like the most common. Um, type of mechanisms in the collection that I currently have in one of one. You shush. Um, <laughs> so a set collection is a very common mechanic. It is a, is a mechanic that I enjoy quite a bit. Um, I have a lot of games that have set collection. This is like one of the best versions of set collection that I own because it, it's just a very unique way of doing it where you're manipulating a board to, to complete objectives as opposed to trying to collect things like most games usually do so last year i said like a five minute dungeon was in this spot for set collection um well after playing it a little bit more the replayability just isn't there it's uh it's fun it's kind of chaotic it's crazy but takinoko has been in my top 10 for a very long time um yeah. i think even since we started doing top 10s um, which I guess is kind of changed into more of a top nine now, but even still it, it, it is there and I really enjoy this game. I think it is the best of all of the set collections that I have. Um, I really, really enjoy talking It's great for family. It's a good game. Good yeah. game. Excellent game. Excellent. Well, 
uh, just Brian, you have another one on your list? Well, um, actually, I, I'd like to can we pass it to proper Brian? I think, yeah, uh, he and I have so many crossovers, he might not get to introduce a game. Okay, yeah, so proper Brian, what's the next one on your list? Um, I'll go with the smallest game on my list, the box size, and uh, this is a game that I think fits um, lots of different situations where you need a quick game that you can easily get people into playing and that uh, it plays quick, it teaches quick, it's fun, um, and that's Quinto. Um, I'm pretty sure it was on my list last year, uh, and it's one that I was honestly trying to find a way for it to leave the list. I was like, I need something different, and I kept coming back to it going, no, no, think like uh coup was going to be on my list and then uh i actually got a chance to play coup with some new players um over the holidays and it was honestly it was kind of hard to teach them uh not a hard game to teach but like it takes several games for like to really play coup you know you have to understand like what all the cards do and so it was like you know with quinto you don't have to do that you just start playing that's that's what i wanted that's the kind of game i wanted for this slot on my list and uh quinto is a uh, it's a dice throwing game, and but the best part about it is, uh, I, guess, I guess you call it a roll and write, right? Yeah, it's a uh, yeah. roll and write. So the best part about it, though, is when you roll the dice, everyone has an opportunity to write something down. It's not just you, so it keeps everybody engaged um, all the time. Anyway, great game, quick game, uh, my smallest game, Quinto. Actually, you you taught us that game, and we've I've I've loved it ever since you taught it to me. It's for many of the same reasons. Yeah. You speak about um well, uh, just brian what's the next one on your list all right so this will be my um my homage to alexander fister and that's mombasa oh oh um, this game beat out concordia which is one of my favorite games um but I, f- I felt like one of the other for me and i think mombasa just it's, it's one of those games that um i never get to do everything i want to do in the game mm-hmm. i've always kind of felt like um I could play it just a little bit better and I want to, and I, and, um, and out of Fister's games, it's still my favorite. So, uh, Mombasa, even above great Western trail for you. Indeed. Indeed. Really? It's, it's, that, I mean, it's outranked makes great me Western. Happy. Well, no, but it's out, it's outranked great Western trail for a while. I know you guys give me a hard time about that, but I mean, Mombasa has been above, I mean, it's, it's surpassed great Western trail. I, I guess back. it has since we talk about great Western trail a lot, but yeah, Mombasa is an amazing design. I mean, Wow. I, I need to play it. I haven't played it. Oh, it's, I do yeah, so it's it's got, it, it does what Fister does. It's it's got um it kind of a it's it's many mechanics kind of married into uh, some uh, a beautiful kind of uh I guess m- what am I trying to say like a like a mosaic of of mechanics. So you have area control, you have uh, stocks kind of system, and you have a really intriguing card play. Where you have to just do some planning on on hand management. But, so I mean, it's just it's just clever. And you know, uh, a Frankenstein game is not a, a bad idea for this kind of list because it, it allows you to hit your different mechanisms yeah. uh, in a very small. Uh, when you can only keep a couple games, so yeah, Mombasa was sense. on my short list. It's a really good game. Yeah, uh, this yeah this game uh, should have been on my short list. So I'm I'm feel ashamed. That it wasn't on the short list there. Shame on you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, um, well, what what did make my list was um, one that I have talked about a little bit this year, uh, Patch Renaissance. I've been playing quite a bit with 
our friend Jeff Kite. And that game just uh, speaks to me. And it's it's tough. It's a little, a little opaque, especially at first. You're really kind of trying to understand what the actions are doing, um, what, what their ultimate consequences are going to be. But I'm about six or seven games in now and um really start it's kind of starting to open up and i'm starting to see um i'm starting to see some strategies so that's what i really want to um i want to spend some time with and so it and it's got um it's a great two-player game it feels very feels very chess-like to me uh there's a lot of back and forth and trying to think what the other player might be doing in the next couple turns so yeah uh, for me uh Pax renaissance uh really came up and kind of surprised me this year and so yeah it's it's made my only nine it's one that i really want to play i've heard you guys talk about it some and um i'm always up for one of those it's one of those that um takes like you said takes a few plays to get into it but it's one that sounds worth the investment yeah. uh, i think it, i think it is yeah definitely uh well shuck let's let's carry on what, what's the next one on your list so this is on my list last year again it's a game that is one of my most requested from my kids and that's downforce. Um, oh. <laughs> I like downforce. It's a great racing game. It has a little bit of auction bidding in it. Um, light enough that my six-year-old can play on his own without very little uh, instruction. And so he really enjoys it, always wants to play it. My family loves it. We play it multiple times when we play it. Um, I've tricked it out with Mario Kart. And it looks really cool. And um, uh, I have multiple tracks for it now, which are all really good. I enjoy them. They add a little bit of extra something to it if you need a little variation. And so it seems to be supported still, which is also good for, you know, a list like this. So I really like it. Downforce is great. I endorse your pick of Downforce. Yeah, was it on was it on your list, uh, Brian? No, it wasn't, but it was on my short list also because okay. uh, for the same reasons that that Chuck gave. My kids love right. it. Well, well, what did make your list next? Uh, let's see. Let's go with uh, Wingspan. Um, Wingspan is on my list because it is um, my wife's favorite game. And oh, it's, it's moved reason. up to her favorite game now. Yeah, it's it's her favorite game, oh. and it's the game that, like, I mean, we were. I mean, she she's the one that tries to get people to play it now. So I don't I don't even have to. I just bring it along. She's like, oh, can we play Wingspan? Can we? So, um, it is it is a it is a really fun game. Um, uh, it's got some really fun engine uh, building aspects to it. Uh, a lot of really cool bird art, and. Um, I've, I've, I've just continued to enjoy it. It, it, it continues to have replayability for me because you never know quite what's going to come up and you kind of have to plan, uh, um, for, you know, with the cards that come up, you can't just have one, uh, strategy that, that works every single time. So it's fun. And, uh, it's one that I know a lot of people would like to, would like to play. So wingspan has this surpassed dominion for you. It is so. Uh, spoilers: Dominion's not on my list. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. So it. Uh, wow. And oh. Dominion is one of my wife's other favorite uh, games that we that we have. So, so yeah, I guess you could say Wingspan is the one that kicked it kicked it off. Well, they're both kind of 
Well, I guess the minion's more of a deck building, but deck buildings, like I said earlier, kind of has an engine building aspect to it. Mm-hmm. So I wondered. Um, you know, some of these games on my list, I feel like if I was making it next month, you know, it might flip like a different way for some of these, but, yeah. um, but right now I, I wingspan's pretty solid <laughs> on there. Yeah. That's, and that's awesome to hear that. I mean, that's the game that you guys get quite a few plays in with your family. Mm-hmm. Well, how, how about you, uh, just Brian? So next we'll go with uh, the area control of the night and that's Shogun. Um, I know that, I know we already talked about Lords of Vegas being area control, but um, yeah, I get to. And Shogun to me is my war game. It's my dudes on a map war game, cubes on a map <laughs> war game of choice. You should upgrade those, make those all fancy. I did already do an upgrade to my personal copy where I 3D printed tiny buildings and painted them. Maybe you should 3D print <laughs> tiny little people now. Tiny little people. That's right. I'd wave at you and fight. And <laughs> that's weird. No, no. Shogun's great, though. It's it's a great area control game uh, based in feudal Japan. And you get to have it out with your friends and see which one of you becomes the Shogun Supreme. I'm going to jump. Fun. I'm going to jump on the Shogun train and say it's on my list, too. Uh, for nice. the for the same reasons that just mm-hmm. Brian just said, it's it's my area control uh, war uh, game. So so not only do y'all share names, but you also share about half your list. That's <laughs> about half. What is it? Eclipse, yeah. Eclipse, Shogun, <laughs> and Lords of Vegas so far, right? Yeah. yeah. Three. Okay. I uh, <laughs> yeah, I had a I had this one kind of. Um, this one was on the list because I really like it quite a bit. But for for like an area control game, uh, I had to go with uh, with Blood Rage, um, primarily because my whole family except my son likes it. Like my wife and my daughters, they're like, "Let's play Blood Rage," and I'm we haven't played it in a couple months now. But for a while there, it was like hitting the table weekly. And, nice. Um, and so, like I've I've played it at all player counts now, and it is still a really great game so it does um, well at all player counts too yeah, right it does it, it scales really well um two is probably the the worst but still fun um three like three and four sweet spot there um and we have the fifth player expansion we don't i think i think three and four are great i, I don't know about uh, five is like any game gets to be a bit much but um yeah so area control and surprisingly that ends up being like a family pick i mean my family's weird we, we want to you know, want to play blood rage um, and so um well, it's awesome we, we like a lot of take that games awesome. and so uh that's got that in spades right i mean i'm in, i'm invading your territories it doesn't get any more take that than that so yeah there's there's my uh, my area control pick there uh, so getting back to back to you shuck um what, what's the next one on your list so the next one on my list is um, also a newer game to the list. So this was technically my flex spot that Colonist kind of took over uh, or was in. And um, so I made a, a last-minute change today, actually. And um, I added this in. Originally, I had Zombicide in this list, in this spot. Uh, and it is kind of similar-ish to Scythe and that it's a big dudes on the map kind of thing. 
I thought about keeping it just for the painting aspect. And I was like, well, you know what? I want a game that I'm actually going to play. Uh, and so I took the cooperative aspect of it and I ended up putting in Forbidden Island. Um, oh. I think Forbidden Island is a great cooperative okay. family game. And sometimes you just need a nice cooperative game um, to, you know, where you don't have to worry about going against other people you can just kind of play together i took five minute dungeon off of my list and so i needed something that kind of filled that too so um yeah forbidden knowledge is a good game i like it yeah we haven't love played it, it in we, a while we love but, it we still play it me and my kids we yeah. played a lot we we actually i love forbidden island yeah great game like really good pick too it gets overlooked yeah. a lot because it's been eclipsed with other other similar games but i think it's it's one of my favorites of the what? whole and, and you know, I th- while I think Pandemic is a, a better game per se, yeah. it didn't go over as well with my family. The Forbidden Island works better with my family. It's easier to yeah, get. Just the, the length of the game is shorter and and the, you can still get the same tension and the same excitement out of it in just a shorter time. I, I like it a lot. I think for like a list like this, if your group, whether that be your family, your your primary game group, your your weekly group or whatever, you know, or your significant other, uh, if they like it, I mean, that should skyrocket that game up to the top. I mean, what a good game, man. I mean, um, yeah, really good, really good cooperative game. Well, what uh, do you have? Do you have any more on your list? Or have we gone over most of yours, Proper Brian? I've got one more. Uh, well, what's your last one? I'm breaking the rules with this one, okay? Oh, breaking Uh-oh. the law. All right. Because it's one I haven't played. <laughs> Okay. What is <laughs> I almost did that. I want. I want. I wanted a big, heavy, uh, crunchy Euro game on my list, and the one that's sitting on my shelf that I want to play the most, and it's a Lacerda game. It's on Mars. So, like, it, it's one that I got at the beginning of this year, and right, you know, right before the pandemic hit, never got to play it, um, and. Yeah, I, I'm just really excited to play it. It has a theme that I want to play, and it has uh, the the worker placement um, mechanic that I really enjoy. And it, uh, anyway, it so, might be breaking the rules, but I'm keeping yeah. it on Mars. So uh, it's a yeah. bold move there. It's, I wonder how that plays out for you. Yeah, yeah we'll see if you, I ever, if I ever get to yeah, it. <laughs> you you will like that game. I, I I foresee you will like it. I, I think it'll do a lot of things you like. It was enjoyable. Yeah. I did. I did like the game. The ones that beat out were Anachrony and the Gallerist. So, um, ooh, Anachrony wasn't that on your list last year? Or no? I can't remember if it I was on my list last year. Anachrony. It was, yeah, yeah. Anachrony is re- really was on your list. Last year. Really good game. This is one of those, that, like I said earlier, that really is you know kind of could tip another way, just with a little push. But right now, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say on Mars. Well, what about you, just Brian? Well, I'll go ahead and go with a game. I thought I was almost sure this is going to be on everyone's list, but I know it's not on Gary's and Proper Brian's now. This is the game I have, I don't own. And that's Irish Gage. Oh. And I was certain, yeah. just for some of the back talk we had and just some of the other things y'all said, I was certain, except for Gary, who had, who, who has enough cube rails out there that could, that could supplant it. I thought, surely we're almost going to be unanimous on Irish Gage. This this was in contention. It was that whistle gauge stop or whistle stop um uh spot for me. Yeah, uh, I got you. They're yeah. both kind of route building-ish mm-hmm. kind of uh whistle stop has a little stock. It's not nearly as good as the stocks, but yeah, I, I couldn't see both of them being yeah. 
Yeah, I was really sad it wasn't on my list, uh, but it was Lords of Vegas that kicked it off. It's not exactly the same kind of game, but it's uh, it was it was between those two, and I was like, I've I've got to keep Lords of Vegas. So this it didn't make this list because of the reasons why I talked about earlier. But I mean, it that game's going to be on some other list for me, I'm sure. Uh, that yeah, excellent pick. It's funny you talk about Lords of Vegas because last time I was playing Irish Gage with my kids. Uh, and, and some extended family. I was we were cleaning up the game, and I was telling my my oldest daughter, who's uh, 16 now, I was telling her, "You need to play Lords of Vegas because you can be really mean in that game." She's like, "Oh, really? Tell me more about this game. How 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 mean can you be?" I was like, "You can negotiate, and you and I can like gang up and like uh, make sure Grandma couldn't get the casino she wanted or whatever." And and she was like, "Oh, really? We, we need. Uh, when are you getting this game?" I was like. I can't get it right now, but uh, yeah, I just, I just think it's funny that you mentioned uh, Irish Gage and Lord, Lords of uh, Lords of Vegas there in the same sentence because I I think they have a lot of the same appeal for me. Mm-hmm. So going back to the Irish Gage, like I just played this like a week ago with my family, uh, went over really well. Uh, my mom ended up winning, and she doesn't usually win a lot of <laughs> the games that I introduced her. It's just she was very excited. Uh, my dad liked it. it. My daughter kind of struggled, but it ran over really well and it solidified it as a purchase in addition to my collection. Yeah. It, it really is a good game. I like it a yeah, lot. Yeah, Great game, man. I am, I am now I'm embarrassed that I didn't have it on my list because then we could have like high five virtual high five, you know? Like, yeah. But that's um, all right. I apparently called this one off. Cause I was like, I know these guys are going to pick it. And, um, Oh man. It went out over like, so, so I don't, I don't, I don't get into them as much as you do, but, but this is to me is it's just a great everything for it. It does. It's not as light as North Pacific, but it's, it's not as heavy as some of the others. And yeah. it just, I don't know. It's just a sweet spot well, for me. So I feel like it hits at a, perfect level like it for me i could take it small box one page front and back rules i could just take that to uh families family you know if i'm gonna go visit some family for the holidays whatever take that and i know we can have a good time i've taught it to people i didn't think would like it and they loved it so uh yeah i've, I've had good experiences with it uh was that was that the last one on your list no, there's oh, another. Okay. So I think I think that I think you, me, and Shuck have one more. Yeah, or no, you have two more. I have two more because because apparently I'm I haven't crossed over with you guys like I thought I would. We would have been crossing over there. So I I nearly today went ahead and and switched out Irish Gage for this next game, um, but I like it enough. Uh, I actually uh, put Food Chain Magnet on this list, and mm. Brass mm-hmm. Birmingham was in the running for it. Um, I've only got the one player, Brass Birmingham. I wanted um, just one more kind of heavier, heavier side game, and also I wanted something was very economic game, and and also uh, just that could be kind of mean. I I really debated on taking this off. I mean, I love the game, but I really thought, man, is it is it really fit on an only nine list? But I decided to go ahead and leave it on. But I actually thought about because I wanted Irish Gage on there so much. I was like, well, you know, you know, to heck with not having two train games. Uh, Irish Gage is an economic game. I could throw it on there, but I, I went ahead and kept it. So Food Chain Magnate uh, made the list, which we'll see if that's one that stays next year. I mean, I love the game, but I just, I really debated with myself on whether it should be on this list or not, you know? It was there last year, so you really like it. Yeah, I mean, I, I love it. It's fun. It does what it does, what it does really well. And, I love it too. I yeah. love that game a lot. It's mean, man. You know, it's cool. So what about you, Shuck? 
Well, speaking of a mean game, it's also my lightest <laughs> game, and it was there last year. And yeah, I don't see it really leaving the list, and that's King of Tokyo. Oh, good. Um, game. It's it's a fun mean game, and it's a short one, so that if you get kicked out, and you know, it's it's a King of the Hill type game for those that don't know. It's a, it's a Yahtzee. I mean, it's pretty popular. I feel like most people probably know it, but a Yahtzee style game where you're rolling dice. It I think it's my only dice game really. Uh, so it kind of fills that slot as well, but it's uh, yeah, I just I I enjoy it. It's it's fun, and I have a bunch of extra monsters um, and some things that add a few extra mechanisms. Um, we don't really play with those very often. Usually, it's just the grab a monster and play because yeah. cool. But um, it's easy. It's quick. The family likes it, and so kids really like it. Yeah, it's it's a good game. What do you would you say? I've had this thought about this game a few times. It's one of the few games I would say when I get kicked out of the game and you're still almost having as much fun, like watching people, right? Well, you I mean, can still root against yeah. somebody, whether it's the the person that killed you or somebody else. Like it's, you know, like you take that person down. He took me out. I don't, yeah. I don't want him to win. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. Don't let him win. All right. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, well, how about, how about yourself? Just Brian, what's your last one? And th- my last one Dutch is was really great, Madeira. so don't disappoint. Oh, oh, okay, oh. wow. Okay. Hey, high five. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought Madeira uh, is really my. It, it to me, it's still the, the the quintessential Euro game. It's my favorite. Right. So, um, it's it's kind of the the selfish pick, but the my yeah. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. I haven't done my list yet, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's my my still my number one or a number one game for me. So. Man, I uh, shoot, man, this one was on the short list as well uh and yeah such a good game i mean you and i've played it together a few times and wow uh i, I can see why it's in your on your list um I, I can't wait for finally hopefully in 2021 for us to get the deluxe edition right yeah right right we'll see yeah I, i'm sure it, it's coming eventually well, i i'll say my last game real quick i f- was for sure it'd be on y'all's list i was for sure this would be on your list and strikes list and maybe 50 50 uh, proper Brian's and Seven Wonders Duel. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a great two-player back and forth game. That was uh, that was definitely on my short okay. list. The so, Nirishima Hex beat it out as my two-player. And see that, that makes sense. That actually makes a lot of sense. Uh, I man, I've been playing this one a whole lot um, online. Board game arena. Just to throw this out there, board game arena has an excellent impl- implementation. Uh, <laughs> you can play three to four games over lunch hour. Uh, which Jeff Kite and I have done a few times. And uh, Jeff called it told, the other day. He made a good comment. He said, um, cause we've been playing a lot, like two, three times a week over lunch. And um, I still lose horribly to him and anyone else, but <laughs> I mean like bad, but he, he said, you know, he made a good point that when you're, it's quick enough, even in person, you can play it pretty, you know, two, three times in a night. Um, it kind of gets to be, feel like a, like a match between two boxers. You know, you're trying to throw the other player off balance when, once you've played the game and you got the mechanics down pretty well and you kind of know the cards that are going to come out, it, it almost kind of changes the game a little bit. Now now I'm, like, waiting for certain cards, hopefully, to come, you know, hoping, hoping they made the cut for this for this age. And, you know, I'm, I'm trying to deny certain things and, and you get to know the other person's strategy. So, for me, um, I've, I've, I just really have a lot of – I love this game. And then my wife played it the other day and loved it. So, I was like, all right, it's on the list. You know, I mean, I, I could – I can play it with her. So, yeah, um, 
I, I was I thought that was one that uh I, I was waiting to I was waiting to to jump in on someone else's like oh I have that game but um I I can see where especially like with Narashima Hex oh man that I think it's a better game probably yeah definitely uh definitely one I know the I know you guys like as well. Well, so, I mean, uh, I think Seven Wonders Duel is actually rated higher in my uh, games than Nirishima Hexes, so I, I like the game better. Yeah, but well, for my only nine, if I had your Nirishima Hex collection, I would take it in a heartbeat because you have an amazing collection. So yeah, um, yeah, no, no, uh, I certainly understand you there. I I don't know about you guys, but I feel like I. I kind of got an insight into you guys and I, I thought I knew you guys pretty well. And here I'm learning some things about you uh, with, with this list. I mean, it's a tough list, isn't it? Yeah, it's not what I expected. I, I thought we'd have a lot more crossover. Yeah. I, uh, I know proper Brian and I shared a few, but I honestly expected a lot more. So, yeah. Well, I mean, any other thought, any other final thoughts? I mean, I mean, that was kind of an interesting exercise. Well, well I know that three of mine changed. Uh, so I had six of the same as last year. Um, I only have three game, four games in my top ten on this list. Some of them are not even, are barely in my top one hundred. Wow, so it's kind of an interesting list. Yeah, well, and and hey, if if you're if you're listening to this, um, go ahead and you know make go to our website, go to the top nine generator, um, make kind of do the same thing. If you wanna wanna hit us up on social media, we're uh, you know we're on Facebook uh, at Twitter at at Pub Meeple. Um, I just kind of let us know what kind of what your only nine would be. I, and, and let us know what you think about the exercise. It's, it's something that I think we were talking about earlier. I mean, you guys want to revisit this at least yearly, probably. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, I think it's something kind of worth coming back to, but Hey, as always, thanks for getting together to talk about some games guys. And, uh, we'll see you guys next episode. Thanks for listening to the Bub Meeple podcast. If you enjoyed our content, like and subscribe. Share with your friends. You can find us on Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter at pubmeeple.com. Our website, www.bubmeeple.com. Home to the board game ranking engine. And always remember, support your local breweries.